Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to an episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, my repeat guest, actually, I should have looked up what number you came in on. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but Neil, uh, Neil Smith, back on the show again. Um, maybe I'll get you, I'll get Neil to give a little intro but what I wanted to have him back for is to talk. I will about- come and at least say hi. That's right. Hi. Because it says Teresa Smith there. We should let her say no, that I'm the Teresa. That's right. <laughs> but hi, I didn't Teresa. feel that we needed to be all squishy together for him to talk about third party closing fees. And, and by the same token, wait for this. Because there's two of us here. One of us could continue to do that. Why I'm doing this. Yes. And that is because we have a lot of that going on uh-huh. around here. Right. And that is what do we have going on? Well, a little bit about ourselves. Um, we're with NSS Lending. We help people with investment funding all over the United States. So you folks have got the right mentor there with Glenn, and we're glad to be part of his team. And we have a lot of exciting products that are available to you folks. And we also, our claim to fame is the fact that you can call all day and typically get the same leverage and about the same rate. We won't get beat on fees because we charge a flat rate, $2,500, and that's at the closing. You north of the border newbies, do not send anybody any money to get you a loan. Because if you do, you might as well throw that money out the window, probably gone. And especially if it's a lot of money, please don't. That's why you're with Glenn. So, (laughs) so, um, and then even further, um, so the rates are about the same, our fee, we are, and, and, Closing loans. We're very good at getting your loans closed. As a matter of fact, depending upon the capital source, we even have put in place in Toronto, we have a US-based notary or notary approved by the US Embassy. So you don't have to cross the border. Some of my capital sources are going to require you to cross to cross the border. And by the way, COVID's over. So what's the big deal? How do you if you're in Toronto, head down to Detroit for the day trips? Yeah. Anyway, so let's get down to uh matter at hand. Yeah, so I, I really wanted to get you on here. I've had a bunch of questions, a bunch of emails come in, and people were just, uh, you know, just trying to figure out their underwriting. They're trying to figure out how much should I be budgeting for closing costs? How do I figure out the closing costs? You know, for all the different loan programs, it's going to be different. Um, so let's let's kind of dig into it, whichever angle you want to start with, and then I'll just I'll pry well, in. I mean, oh, oh, I know what I'm going to do before we get going too. I'm going to uh, also let everybody know if you want to. Uh, you know, you can find, go look up Neil and Terry on the internet, or you can even just go to glensutherland.com slash lending. And I'm going to have a, a nice landing page there for Neil and Terry, where you can just go find all their details and the links and the, yeah, anyway, continue. Sorry. I just thought. I was and by the way, you didn't give me the exciting part though. On those links, what, what's your new code there, Glenn? Go ahead and yeah, tell I'm going to put a code page on there too, uh, but it's going to be a hundred off. So if anyone wants to get some discounts on some lending um, and on the origination fees, there's a there's a spot to get some discounts. So um, exactly. So yeah, yeah we're gonna sure we're gonna cut that. that. We're, we're we're gonna cut our fee by a hundred for anybody that come through come through Glenn for now on. So it's been a real good source for us. So back to the third party fees. What are the third party fees? Yeah. The third party fees and the reason that we can't and and even Glenn getting those questions like what what are is there a hard fast rule? We're in Chicago, Cook County, Chicago, and in and around our area. Chicago are a number of different counties, and the fees are going to vary county to county because those are the government fees, like your county taxes, as an example. So what we say is a rule of thumb for you folks out there, 2 to 5%. 
of the loan amount. In addition to that, fee for the government or the transfer taxes, some are sometimes are called, are the title fees. We use a big national title agency. The reason we choose that title agency is before closing, we can get right through to the title agency. Now, we've had some title agencies just recently, one that comes to mind, call and, hey, get us some business. And it's just a terrible experience. Now, by the way, if you're on the buy side, you probably can't choose the title company. You're going to be at the whims of the seller. They usually choose the title company. And we can even make that work. So uh, so you have your title fees. So you have your title fees. You have your, uh, your, your tax fees. And uh, notary. The notary fee, we, I think we're going to put up on the screen a few minutes, a, a closing statement that literally went off yesterday. You want me to put it up? And, but yeah, let's go ahead and do that. All right. Here. All right. There we go. So, yeah, here's one that went off yesterday. And you can see we used, uh, let's kind of start at the top. Now, you notice a lot of priority stuff in there. That's priority title. They're one of the national title companies that we use. There's who closed that. And they charge $1,788.90 on a 271 loan. So that alone was a little under 1%. Okay. The notary fee, my opinion, I thought the notary fee was a little high, 250, but the borrower chose this notary. So usually you can get that fee down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, typically I pay about a hundred bucks. Exactly. Now, actually, you know what's funny? Uh, priority gets it for 80. This guy come into 250 and or want to pay 250 pay 250 all the power they get it for 80 <laughs> um that attorney fee there's a lot of states in the united states this was a georgia loan georgia south carolina from recollection these are attorney states alabama's attorney state what does that mean you got to have an attorney that oversees the closing that doesn't mean you need to hire an attorney this david holland was probably on a list of approved attorneys through priority that just read over the loan documents, was privy to the closing, wasn't at the closing, because everything's pretty much happened, notary, you know, mobile or something. Now, I'm not going to say he was on Zoom, because I don't think he was, but he definitely re re reviewed the documents. He gets a whopping, whopping $100. Tax lien, you're going to have that on every one, $110, probably pretty competitive. CPL, closing protection letter. Every loan is going to have that closing protection letter. They charge $150. Oh, look at that. Now there's a double notary fee for the 150. I don't know. Maybe that was to hire the notary. I didn't notice that on there, but they had the notary fee priority and the notary fee going to the notary that went out there. So that I might have to ask him about. Title binder fee, $90. Please. Perhaps they're paying the other side's notary as well. Yeah, they could they they could have because uh I just I mean I could question that, but nonetheless it was 150 and uh and then you have the title exam. And, and what is title? And, and by the way, you folks that are doing direct buys with sellers, let me give you a little advice on that old warranty deed. If you're buying with a warranty deed, which by the way, really popular in Georgia, real popular in South Carolina and Alabama, you go to a local attorney, he gives you a warranty deed that Glenn gives me 1111 Main Street. He signs off, I'm now the deed holder of the property. A lot of times, Frankly, from what I've experienced, they don't even get the deed recorded, which is terrible because oh. your seasoning doesn't even start. But I would advise you, if you're going to buy with a warranty deed, please, please, please still pay for a title policy. Because even though the attorney gives you the property, so now Glenn gave me over 1111 Main Street, and uh, 
and now it's in my name. And we went to a local attorney, this old David Holland, who happens to be on here, and he gave us that and, and our warranty deed. You probably might not, let me rephrase that, you probably don't have clear title. So what we advise when you're doing your funding is we always ask for 30 days to close. And one of the stipulations after 20 days, we asked my closings to be predicated on inspection. You want to get that ordered real quick, which has nothing to do with third-party fees. But I want to say, title. One of the things in the 20 days, I want to know that this thing has clear title because I don't want to end up with something that has a, a hornet's nest to get through. And I have a few hornet's nests that I'm working through now with one that a fellow paid... Uh, I don't know how the transaction went down because I wasn't there, but he did, definitely did the warranty deed and it's with an HOA, Condo Association. And uh, here's how those liens work. Taxes are always first. Okay. So if you don't, if you buy with a warranty deed, you don't pay for this title and you saw that was, you know, a few thousand bucks and it's money well spent because in his case, back to taxes were first, no taxes were due. Neil's opinion, and I think everybody on the call that are buying condos would agree with this, HOA is second. So right behind taxes, you're not going to be able to put a mortgage on a property that doesn't have uh, or that, that has some HOA extraordinary fees that are due. So I have this poor fellow that took this uh, warranty deed and uh, it has a mortgage and it has like three things from the HOA. And we're doing a refi and that's just because we didn't get that title policy. So uh we didn't we, we took it down, but I added up these fees. This was a 277 loan. Yeah. So on this 277 loan, our average loan size around a quarter of a million. We have no upside loan. And uh so, but this was about one and a half percent. So we typically suggest that title the third party fees, which are made up of your government taxes, which you can't control, property taxes, like things along that line. And your title fees are about two to five percent of the of the value of the loan loan amount. So some of these fees are flat fees, though. Maybe we could talk about some of the fees, like even um, for you uh, brokering the loan or putting this all together. There's a flat fee in, involved in that. Hello, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that I've created a new coaching program. I believe the new coaching program has way more value than any of the programs that have even existed in the past. What we've done is pre-recorded all the lessons so that you can work through it at your own pace, which is pretty cool. And then we're going to meet up on a regular basis to answer the questions, do deal analysis, and actually spend our time together working on things instead of spending our time learning things. I think this will make a seamless transition to buying in the United States and will help you solve a lot of your problems. If this is of interest to you, go to glensutherland.com slash coaching. I hope to help you guys invest in the United States and I hope we provide as much value as possible. Back to the podcast. That's right. Yeah, now we uh, we, we charge flat fee 2500 We don't end with Glenn's folks, 2400 <laughs> yeah. but uh, flat rate. And that is no matter how big or small the loan is. So we'll never get beat on that fee. And then some of them, you know, like the uh, the notary fee that we went over, that I thought some was extraordinary, some was higher. I mean, most of them are negotiable fees, but I mean, the title fees are are pretty pretty standard. And that is you're going to pay, like in this case, it was seventeen eighty eight ninety. You know, it's probably less than two thousand. No matter the size of the property, you're going to pay for that title work by that title agency. Yeah. And then for the fees, 
just I'm just going to repeat kind of what you're doing, but break it down a little bit. So for the fees the lender is charging, you know, uh, often there's points. What fees are they charging as well on top of that? Uh, we we have um, as a good rule of thumb to use. You'll want to use probably less than two thousand. And the reason I say that two thousand as, as a good upper end is it's usually not that high unless you're doing something weird like a commercial property, which is probably like three thousand. But if it's just straight residential, right now our most competitive capital source I think is twelve hundred and fourteen dollars, and that's for underwriting and for the loan docs and everything. So it's for the underwriting and all the loan docs. And then also we have a lender that doesn't charge any underwriting fee, but they make you close with an attorney. And that's $1,215 <laughs> too. So yeah. ironically, we don't charge you for underwriting, but you have to use an attorney. Yeah, anyway, so, at least so they don't charge way. both. Tomatoes, tomatoes, but nonetheless. So yeah, I would say 2000 on the high side. And that would be money... If you're looking to do your estimates, hey, I'm going to start investing, I would say 2 to 5% on your third-party fees. On the closing fees, I'd use a flat figure twenty uh, of 2000 If you're going to work through us with Glenn folks, 2400 no matter the loan size. And by the way, all these fees pay to closing. No upfront fees. Do not pay any upfront fees. I had a little dialogue about that a moment ago. What, what I always like to do when I'm describing this is describing lending in the U.S. That is, it's uh, it's kind of like a teeter totter. If you um, you want a lower interest rate, you can pay some more upfront fees. But maybe we talk like just briefly about like rate buy downs um, because that will change the amount of fees you're paying. And a lot of people completely overlook the fees that are getting added when they're trying to get a cheaper interest rate. Exactly. So, but uh, we normally go the longest for the lowest with the lowest fees. And what do I mean by that? The longest prepay penalty, our prepayment penalties are typically as long as five years, and they decline by 1% every year, starting in the first year at 5%. And typically we have less than one origination point from the lender. What's an origination point? 1% of the loan amount. Now on this particular loan, the one that I would just have that uh, HUD or closing statement up for, 277 and change. This is a long-term hold in Georgia. She did a new build. And uh, by the way, anybody want to live in big, beautiful houses for a little bit of money, move to Georgia. Because <laughs> she has a $900,000 house. Hold your heart. She makes $2,700 a month. Wow. Is that crazy? And it's a beautiful place. So we can't we we can't rent nine our million dollar houses in the city of Chicago for twenty seven hundred dollars. A whole lot more expensive than that. So uh, so in her case, she said, you know, there's a long term hold, and I got such low leverage because we did a DSCR loan. Now that's real prudent. As a matter of fact, I called her the smartest person I've met lately. Why? Most people on 900 might have gone non-DSCR, where we might get you even as a Canadian, like a 65% or even 70% loan to value, but let's use 65. That's like five, $600,000 she could have gotten. In her case, she got 277. Why? It's a $2,700 mortgage. That's all it supports. So it runs on the DSCR, but which she took a step further back to the origination. We normally get less than one point. She paid four points. Why? Hold your heart. Five and seven eighths interest rate. 
The lowest interest rate we exactly so she's got five and seven eight 30 year fixed mortgage on this property that's already got you know six hundred thousand dollars worth of equity in there. We should put and a timeline. We're we are recording this in June 2023. If someone's listening yeah. to this in 10 years, like they might be like, wait, what is that really high or is that really low at that point? Exactly. No, that's good that we should start doing that every time we talk about <laughs> rates because I know that uh, the best rate we ever closed and I know everybody's saying, you know, well, well, first of all, we personally or Terry had some buildings that were less than 3%. So most certainly we did in the COVID, you know, we're not even the COVID, but the post 2008 pre-COVID time when those rates got down to that, those levels on a personal basis took advantage of. But in our world, the best loan we ever closed was four and three quarters percent. So it's not like we ever had the 3% interest rates. And when people were saying, oh, I was getting 3%. If if I don't see it, I just think that the three percent interest rates. If you tell me you're getting it and you show it to me, I believe you. But if you just tell me, it's kind of like any time now we're going to have them holidays coming off, and I don't know who that Santa Claus guy is, but I know he's a fairy tale. And by the way, so is a three percent interest rates. Anyway, and I don't think they're going back there, and I'm only hoping they don't because we'll have to have another cataclysmic event like we had. So let's, God bless, hope we don't have that. Yeah, so, let's at least get them to level out a bit. <laughs> exactly. No, I, well, it's kind of funny because they're teeter tottering. Like, are are they going to raise this month? It'd be nice if they kind of slowed down all this raising and stuff. So, yeah. you know, especially on our side. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, back to fees. Is a are there fees exactly the same if you're dealing with a U.S. resident compared to a Canadian resident? All identical. Now, the only difference that you folks get is a little ding on the uh, loan to value. And the product offering that I have for your fix and flip or rehab loans, you take a little ding. And when I mean ding, you get a little ding or lesser loan to value. Like where you folks are typically topped out at 65, although we are doing on the buy side as high as 70% loan to value on a, so long as it has a good DSCR with the product. And it's a whole story, but you got to have a tenant in place and stuff. It's a really good product though. So if you're buying investment property, we might get you 70, but the only ding you take isn't on the fees. It happens to be on the uh, leverage that you could get. And by the way, it's not much because on the buy side, I might get you as high as 70. U.S. are highest on the buy side is 80. So it's, you know, a 10% thing. Makes sense. Um, well, we just went over a bunch of fees and what the kind of flat fees are, what the percentage fees are. Um, what about uh, for different loan programs? We were talking, talking about like, you know, a single family home. Uh, is it any different if we were doing like a fix and flip? Would it be any different if we were doing commercial, like a, you know, five plus unit? Where does any changes sort of happen? Fix and flip in the uh, in the single family um, rental product. And that is when I say single family up to four units, pretty much everything we talked about, that closing statement that we have is probably the same as a fix and flip one. Now, the commercial, anything over four doors in the United States, or, you know, obviously, if it's an office building commercial, there you're going to get into a whole different area. And the title fees are, are typically about the same. Some of the underwriting fees go up, where I said good rule of thumb would be 2000 Underwriting, good rule of thumb might be 3000 Appraisal costs, though, that's where you need to start getting your checkbook out. Okay. That is, first of all, appraisals are way up now, just my opinion. You know, yeah. so most of them are like eight. I had somebody call yesterday with a little pushback. Best one we can find you in Augusta, Georgia is $950. For an He's like, I've, I've never heard of such a thing. And I told him, I had a fellow, by the way, that four and three quarter loan we did was in Union, South Carolina. 
and uh, and he paid nineteen hundred dollars to get an appraiser out there for a single family house. But typically, appraisals, I think, just my opinion, are usually between four and eight hundred dollars. And uh, that one, yes, it was nine fifty. So on the appraisal, though, for the commercial, you already get your checkbook out. You can write a check, probably twenty five hundred dollars at least for your appraisal, because on the commercial side. If you look up that MAI designation, and it's only like a thousand, it's not a very big pool of people. These are people like that have a master's degree in appraisals. So in order to get a commercial appraisal, you got to have an MAI certification, and that's what you're paying for. So it's kind of like, you know, I've learned to do a few things really good, and it took me a lot of time. So if I were to pay somebody to learn all that stuff, I would charge him a lot because it took me a lot of time just to learn that. You know, it's kind of like when you go down and see the mechanic, he's not charging you all that time for for how long he's going to be underneath the hood of your car. He's going to charge you all that time to learn how to get underneath the hood of your car. Not a little too close to the truth because yesterday we had the mechanic under the hood of our car. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. I think that we did pretty good there. I, only thing I thought of, like, sometimes there's a whole bunch of little fees, but we we covered the big fees, right? Sometimes you get a servicing set up. Sometimes they, they slip in little tiny fees into yeah, your... Yeah, no. And by the way, that's servicing. Great business because they're, you know, the ones collecting the money, giving it to the lender. And whether you get a separate servicing fee, which is typically around $40 a month as a, as a rule of thumb, no matter the size of the payment, because yeah. it's not based on the payment. Um, sometimes it's included in there, whether it's included or broken out, you're still paying a servicing fee. And that servicing company is just the third party that collects the money between you and the lender. Yeah. Good point. Sometimes they slip those in there on your, you know, we, what we try to do, see, we've learned a lot. We're about a four-year-old company, we've done hundreds and hundreds of transactions and we're a whip work in progress. And that is, but what we will do, and we're really very good on the front end. This is your term sheet. And we're not going to give you a term sheet unless we think it's going to go to distance. So we're not going to waste your time like this might work. It might not work. Worst thing you could do is on the Canadian side, I don't have it as much as on the U.S. side where all of our long term loans create a, a hard credit pull. Typically for Canadians, there's no credit pull with U.S. investing. And by the way, on that debt to income, none of our loans show up on your credit report unless you default. And they stand on the top of that old, I think it's the York Tower there, and uh, and they tell everybody, hey, he's a defaulter. So, uh, so, but um, they don't typically your pull your credit. But the worst thing we could do is come to you. You want to buy all eleven eleven Main Street? Say, oh yeah, we can get you that done and everything. And if you're on the U.S. side, we get you a hard credit pull. You pay for an appraisal, and then we say, oh, I don't think it's going to work, or day before the close, and you have some kind of change or anything. So we just don't do business like that. Just a bad product. No. But we like the companies, by the way, you folks that have gotten taken advantage of like that. We like that. You know why? We don't do it. It makes us look good. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a million questions we could go down with um, with lending. I think that uh, we probably should do another episode, maybe September or something. Like Maybe we could do like an ongoing series and we could talk about oh, all the stuff we talk about when we're doing the course. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we'll just break it out into different sections. But I, I think I got the answers I was looking for. And I think that the people who would have sent me the emails were looking for about uh, all the different fees. Um, if people wanted to get a hold of NSS lending, wanted to learn more about NSS lending, uh, where do they go to do that? Well, I guess we're going to well, put that webpage up for glensutherland.com slash lending. Exactly. But all the, uh, what, what was it that Terry was going to give me to put on there? 
Uh, she is going to put on there the uh, links, oh, oh, the links and everything for the hundred off. But if you come, first of all, I hate to say it, but uh, any other way, we're so popular that if you put in just Terry and Neil lending, you will get all kinds of information. Oh, isn't that special? It, it, isn't that special? <laughs> so, but uh, but we're NSS lending, never so simple. NSS. So if you just go Google NSS lending, you'll come to us and be sure when you do come in and mention that you came through Glenn. So we give you that code where you get that hundred dollars off in your processing fee with your loans. And that's an ongoing program for any of you folks. And any of you folks have already funded with us, start using that hundred off code. Glenn will get a little credit for it. I mean, you get save a hundred dollars. Yeah. And uh, do check out that page because I'm going to, Terry's going to send me a bunch of stuff. I'm going to upload it there. And if she just keeps up, you know, when things change, send me some new sheets. We'll keep it updated. Okay. So if you're just curious to look at what's going on in lending, what what kind of rates, where, where things are right now, just uh, check the page out and you'll be able to, you know, kind of kind of skip, move along a little faster, right? Than trying to get people on the phone. Anyway, actually, Neil and Terry yeah. are great to get on the phone. But <laughs> Yeah. You call us seven days a week and people say, well, uh, I didn't know you'd answer. Well. I didn't know you were called. <laughs> <laughs> well, Neil, and if Terry can hear me, thank you for coming on the show. I, I honestly, I really appreciate it. I think this was a lot of value. Yeah, we appreciate it too. It's always good to, good to get together with you. I hope everybody has a safe summer and we appreciate the, in advance the opportunity, hopefully at some point, even if you just have general questions, you're from you folks. Awesome. Thanks again. That was a nice video. Bye.